You're listening to The Exchange with Dr. Lorraine. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to start off by introducing myself so that my listeners can all have an idea as to how this podcast came about. I am going to be sharing my personal testimony. I'll touch on it here and there during this episode, but the majority of it, the medical trauma and uh, several things that I went through medically will be in my next episode in this two-part series. But I wanted to start off by talking a little bit about me today. I was born and raised in Tucson, Arizona. My parents are both of Mexican-American descent. My mother was born in Mexico. My father was born here in the United States. They have been married for 44 years. I'm the oldest of three. I have two younger brothers, and both of my brothers have blessed me with their children. They both have two children each. And I was in a car accident on Christmas Eve at age three that left me a T10 paraplegic. And I have been a wheelchair user for the majority of my life. There have been several surgeries that I have undergone during my lifetime. My parents got into church when I was about three or four years old. And, again, I'll go into more about that, but I have been raised in church, United Pentecostal Church International, and received that experience of salvation for myself as a child. And then when I was 18 years old, a month after I turned 18, actually, I moved on to uh, the University of Arizona campus, the all-girls dorm, to pursue a degree in human service administration, uh, public administration, and I wanted to be a hospital administrator. And unfortunately, that didn't last very long, being that I am not a person that likes math or business. And so that was sort of short-lived. But also there were some um, physical things that were going on with me. And so when things resolved, then I decided to attend Jackson College of Ministries in Jackson, Mississippi. And I attended that school for about a year and a half. For those of you that do not know, that used to be one of our United Pentecostal Church International Bible Colleges. At that time, Brother Fred Foster, who has now passed a couple of years, he was the president. And I went there to study music. And what that is another big thing about me is I have been singing since I was very little, since I was five years old. I have, I'm a songwriter. I am a singer. And I played the piano. I had been a piano teacher. And that really was the main thing, main reason why I went up to JCM was to study music to learn to play the, to learn to teach piano lessons. I'm sorry. And that is something that I definitely did. And that was a wonderful time in my life. And unfortunately, since they did close in 2005, of May of 2005, I came back to Arizona. And a few years later, I finished an undergraduate degree from the University of Arizona and changed my major after taking a sociology class and learning how much I loved it. And also I attended one of our Arizona ladies conferences where Dr. Cindy Miller and I met and she definitely changed my perspective and gave me a desire to pursue counseling as she uh, works in marriage and family therapy. And so after finishing that undergraduate degree, I moved to the St. Louis area to attend Urshan Graduate School of Theology. 
And I moved there in January of 2017, where I worked for the Pentagon Publishing House at the UPCA headquarters. About a month later, in February, I was hired on there. So that was my part-time job while I was a full-time student in the Florissant area on the Howdershell campus. I had an apartment, graduate school apartment there. Um, while I was at Urshan Graduate School of Theology, I served as the student body secretary and then was voted in as the student body president. To say that UGST changed my life, it truly just doesn't seem adequate. Uh, it really was an incredible time in my life where I learned so many things. So blessed to be under the leadership of Brother David Bernard, Sister Jenny Russell, and then Brother uh, Dr. Brent Calthorpe. I received a Master of Arts in Christian Ministry with an emphasis in pastoral care and counseling. And when I finished that degree, after being in St. Louis for almost three years, I transitioned back into uh, my home church and back to Tucson, Arizona. And I finished up a second master's degree in human service counseling, marriage, and family online and finished that up in December of 2019. And after being in Arizona for a little while, I was offered a position as a full-time family pastor at a church in the Midwest where I was the hyphen director. I was the pastoral counselor. I did counseling for people at the church. I ran the ladies' ministry department, and I was there to start help a Spanish outreach uh, ministry. Uh, then soon after, I did transition back to Arizona, and I received my general minister's license in the state of Arizona. I'm only the third woman to receive a license. I was able to go straight to general because of my degree from Urshan Graduate School of Theology. I also finished my Doctor of Ministry in Pastoral Counseling from Liberty University this past July of 2022. So 2022 was a very eventful year. I became Reverend Doctor Lorraine Orozco. So very thankful for the Lord allowing me to do that. I am not a licensed counselor. I do want to make that caveat there that I am not licensed, but I am currently in a licensed marriage and family therapy program. So after finishing the program and doing all of the hours, I will in fact be a licensed counselor and, and that will be not be for a while, but that is the, the, um, the uh, line of of a profession that I am pursuing at this time ministry-wise and as a career. So I, I wanted to say that my personal experiences as well as my education have definitely made me aware that there are some subjects that need to be talked about in our church circles. And these are subjects that I have done research on and that I feel very passionate about. And, of course, the main thing is mental health. And um, I am so glad for those churches that are stepping up and are realizing that we do need professional licensed counselors in our churches. And there are several churches that are hiring on counselors to serve the needs of the church because the pastor cannot do everything. And uh, so I, I do understand that there is a need to break down the taboos that all we need is Jesus, and yes, we do need Jesus. He is all we need, but there is a room for us to reach out for help and get it when we need it. And prayer, I did a, a mental health seminar in my church here, a couple of series, uh, a couple of weeks series earlier this year, and 
one of the first things that I mentioned to people is that as apostolics and as church members, we first go to the Lord in prayer. Prayer is the first defense. We pray first and we ask God to help us. And, you know, if we don't see improvements and we continue to pray, but there's no shame in asking for help. Somebody that can guide us and help us and get through it. And I'm thankful we have the Center of Apostolic Counselors uh, that is growing and uh, that is endorsed by United Pentecostal Church International, was approved a couple of years ago through General Conference. And so um, some of the things that I am wanting to address on this podcast are depression, anxiety, trauma, PTSD. Those are things that I'm personally familiar with. I've dealt with myself and, and I have been educated on and I'm continuing to be educated on. And I want to bring on some people onto this shows, podcasts that are licensed and can speak on these things and can help us to identify uh, when we see somebody who's depressed and what can we do, uh, how can we how can we lessen anxiety in our life, what can you do when you're having a panic attack and there's lots of really great information out there that can come from the voice of somebody who is Holy Ghost filled and has the Acts 238 experience. Disability ministries, of course that's something that is just I want to share so badly because I was raised in church and I have some interesting stories to tell about that about and I do understand that most people honest to goodness they mean well but they do not understand how to approach somebody who is disabled in the church and they don't understand that not everybody who is disabled that goes to the altar is praying for God to heal them um, they have real issues. I have real issues. And when I mean that, I have issues just like everybody else does. And uh, sometimes I'm going to the altar because I need strength. Sometimes I'm going to the altar because I have somebody that I want God to touch or I have a financial issue or there's a situation that I want the Lord to work out or a ministry opportunity. And uh, and then somebody who doesn't know me will come up and start praying for my healing. And I'm like, what? Uh, anyways, so that's, that's a huge thing that I definitely want to talk about. And... Uh, our organization, I believe it's the branch out of Ladies Ministry, Able Ministries, is a wonderful resource run by Sisters Denise Wynn and Stephanie Gothard, who are helping to support those in our churches who have mental and physical disabilities. Um, single ministry, that's another thing that is near and dear to me, as currently I am single, I am not married. Um, there have been some relationships that have not been serious, and some who have that have been quite serious, especially as of recent. And, you know, God knows. And there is a place for people who are single in the church. And there is a blessing of being single. But there's also struggles that we we need to address. And the church is about family. And we are about family. We are the church family. But not everybody is in a family or comes from a family or feels quite like they belong. So I, I definitely want to to address some of those things in single ministry. Um, personal spiritual disciplines, that's another thing. I have a few people that will be sharing some insights on how to pray more effectively uh, and why personal spiritual disciplines are so important. Women in ministry, what the challenges are of being somebody who is in ministry as a woman who has a license and who's worked in ministry full-time as a leader. I do understand that there are some, some challenges with that and benefits to that. So I really want to speak to that. And uh, apostolic education, the need for apostolic education. And there's so many other things as well as a few devotionals that I want to share as well as some other people. But I do want to leave you with a scripture before I end this podcast today. 
it is comes from Ecclesiastes 10.10 and the ESV version. It says that the iron is blunt and one does not sharpen the edge. He must use more strength, but wisdom helps one succeed, one to succeed. And so that scripture really spoke to me when I, I heard somebody speak on it the other day. I had read it several times but didn't really understand its meaning, but I do know that when we know better, we do better. And we can do a lot of things, but wisdom is the thing that helps us to succeed. Knowledge, the more knowledge that we receive, the better that we will do, the more we're going to be able to help ourselves and to help others. So I look forward to spending this time with you every week on this podcast. And I hope that you turn tune in next week for the second part of my testimony. God bless you all.